Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 43. Wow. We're all in different locations this week. Hopefully the audio sounds better. Did anybody listen to last week's episode? I never listened to it. But it how did lines. the audio sound? No, it, it, I think it was good. It, it yeah. wasn't as drastic you know, as the, the waves on the recording software looked. Because when I was mm. watching the audio waves, I'm like, whoa, we're not going to be able to hear Derek. And Chris is going to be like booming. Yeah. But it was pretty. it was pretty good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was good. Uh, good to have. I think that's the first time that. Well, we were we just saw each other not that long ago, but it hasn't been as frequent as we usually uh, all get to hang out. So that was fun. Yeah, it, it was so it funny because there was a bunch of people that asked me if I even made it to that event. I'm like, yeah, I got there eventually. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was a crazy day. But um, would it yeah. be weird if I didn't listen to any of our podcasts? I, I never listen to them after they come out because I typically listen to a little bit of them. I've already heard them. I, well, I, I, I listen to some to. of them too when I edit them, but... Um, yeah, I've been kind of bumped up. I really haven't listened to any podcasts in a couple months. I just don't yeah. have... Um, you know, with COVID, you know, I was commuting into work and I've listened to them, you know, in my truck and, you know, I can't... You know, I work with somebody else, so I don't want to force them to listen to them and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just funny, but... um yeah, I just really haven't been listening to any lately, but especially not our own. I don't wind up with enough time. I want to li- like I listen to shorter like clips. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of clips. Like I think if more of like you know how like Joe Rogan and those guys will do like the ten minute yeah. segment of their yeah. two hour episode. I think if there were more, I listen to those. I think if there were more like uh, stuff like that with some of like the more maker podcasts, I would definitely listen to those clips. But it's a whole. That's a whole fucking a lot of work i listen to like probably up. at least two podcasts every day probably i listen well, to you a know, lot you know what's funny is like you talk about being busy and not having time and um you know classic you know derek is always never have a time to do a youtube video have you watched any of jimmy's videos lately yeah how's he last even couple doing videos? the youtube videos when he's doing all this Dude, i didn't watch that the motherfucker that motherfucker yeah. is shooting youtube videos yeah, in between takes of the TV show. He's like Seriously. one of these people that doesn't sleep, right? Because... No, dude. He, no, well, no, he's been no up late. He sleeps like six, seven hours a night. There's no way. Dude, I love that no. he's got a nice Audible ad but, in the most recent video, too. I know I know he's getting paid. But, but it's Good so crazy, you, buddy. dude. He's shooting those during the filming of the TV That's show. That's crazy. 
In between takes, he works on it. He films it. He does little bits. Excuse me. Same with his ice picks, dude. He's he literally is making ice picks in the morning. <laughs> they do the morning That's roundtable crazy. meeting, and he's standing at his lathe doing it. He he's wow. a fucking legend, and it's yeah. like there's no I flies on him, and it, it just it just amazes me, and it just embarrasses me because it's always like I have an excuse for everything, mm-hmm. but he just like it, he just does it, and it just it's it's like he picks away at it, and then it's done. You know, yeah. it just it just. It's just funny to see. I was talking to somebody about YouTube videos today. Somebody else that's like in the community that he's more on like Instagram and stuff. And he was saying how like, um, he's, he's, he's clearing a bunch of land at his house. He lives in Connecticut. I won't say who it is. Cause I don't know if he wants me to talk about, you know, talk about what we were talking about, but he's, he has enough property to build a shop and he's clearing all this land. And he's telling me how he wants to, you know, he wanted to build a shop and now he's going to rent a shop and he's, his rent's going to be actually more than my rent. And I said, dude, just be aware in, in the time I've been in my shop, I've spent over $120,000 in cash to, yeah. to, to rent for five years. So like, be aware, you can buy a really nice building for that much money. And we started talking about like how he wants to change his business and he wants to teach classes. And I was like, dude, you know, a big way to make a big way to like have some income is to do content. You know, like you're already on Instagram. Why not make YouTube videos? And he was like, oh, I just can't start. And I, and I was we were talking about how once you start like Jimmy's got such a rhythm where like it doesn't even he doesn't even think about turning the camera on. He's always got one in his pocket. He's always filming. Once you get in that rhythm, it's like posting on your Instagram story. You know, it's just more involved. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you, you mentioned that. I, I won't mention who, but I was talking to somebody this past week, and they've spent over $300,000 in rent, and mm-hmm. they're just really down about it. And I was like, you know, yeah. Chris talks about it all the time, the money he's wasted. I mean, it's kind of like a, a necessary evil. I mean, you can't go through life saying, oh, I spent this much on this. Oh, like, yeah. you got to spend something on something. But yeah. mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it is. It, it's a tough you know, pill to swallow. And that's kind of like what yeah. I'm feeling. You know, everybody's like, oh, how are you going to go back to work after all this? And I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm going back to work, but it, it ain't going to be fucking pretty and it ain't going to be for a long time because I already told my wife, I, I'm figuring something out. I A couple of people from work listen, but nobody of importance. But when I go back, I'm fucking taking a leave of absence or something. I'm not staying back, but I'm not renting a shop. I have to you know, figure that out. It, it's crazy. If yeah. um, Christina wasn't tied to, to Boston so much, I would be gone. A buddy of mine just, I was telling a couple of people, just listed his house the other day for sale for 850000 It sold in one day for yep. nine sixty, wow. And he's just like cashing out and he's gone. You know, yep. he's right down the street from me. Yep. And, um, you know, I have more property than he has, a, a nicer house. And it just, you know, it would be gone. But I, I, I can't mm-hmm. do anything, so I'm not going to go that route. But it's like, you know, I just, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just crazy with like shops and renting. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever get myself into that position because I'm not at that level. But. I don't know. It's yeah, just like it's necessary. Yeah. I'm yeah, out of you know, mine in like, five years. I'm building my yeah. own shop right out of this shop. Yeah. I'll build you my own to. building. You really exactly. have to. I mean, that would put you out of business at some point, you know, because eventually, yeah. you know, you're in a place for 30 years, you know, it changes from being, mm-hmm. you know, a dump to, you know, a nice area and, and mm. now you can't afford it. And it just, it's crazy. Yeah. And I'm well, paying is, somebody is else's a, mortgage instead of I could Well, be there is a difference own. though from your business though. The way you can write off your rent is much different than the way you like. 
I write off the whole all of my rent. It's, yeah. I expense my rent. So like that's twenty five thousand dollars if you know of expense that comes off that income. When you own your building, I I don't it doesn't go flush like that. Mm-hmm. So like you have businesses that make a lot of money that like prefer to rent. Yeah. Because it's like well, if your rent is ten thousand a month, you know, it's just another it's another hundred and twenty grand yeah. you're not paying yeah, tax. Yeah, you, you could probably set year. shit up where like you have one company that owns a building, another company that rents the building from that company. Like like yeah. I'd be renting from myself probably with different LLC. Like I think there's probably yeah, they like, catch loopholes. You. <laughs> no, I don't know if it's like that though. It because I don't think that's like an illegal thing. I think it's just Yeah. Because like, that's what the Pizza Pilot does. They, that's why they rent all mm-hmm. the trucks. They don't own any trucks because yeah, yeah. It, just, it, it makes more money. But that's what, um, you know, like on the TV show, all the camera people, they mm-hmm. all have video companies where they have equipment and they rent it out and they rent out their equipment to themselves. Mm-hmm. And they kind of double dip that way. And that's how yep. they make a, they make a lot of their money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely um, I don't know the the idea of like building a building. And it was funny because like I'm watching this guy. Me and this guy had just been talking about about a shop. He was we were talking about a shop he was looking to rent, and he sent me a video of the shop that he was looking to rent. And then like a couple days later, I saw him clearing all this land at his house, and I'm like, oh, so like you're building a building, right? And he was like, no, not yet. You know, like I'm gonna stay in this you know other shop, and you know the other thing too is. And depending on the shop, the rent situation that you're in, like the the shop he's going to move into, one year is this much, and the next year is like five hundred dollars more a month, and that's like a slippery slope, right? Because if that goes up yeah. every year, and you're there yeah. for ten years, now you're spending, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, if yeah. It starts yeah, at twenty five yeah. and goes to three, then thirty five. Yeah. Like the building isn't worth any more money. Your yeah. landlord's just getting it because he, he thinks he can get it, which is yeah. so funny. It's like I talked to Angela about how much she gets paid at work. And I'm sure this happens at the pizza parlor too, Derek, where like the amount of money, like whatever you're making X, right. If a new guy comes in off the street, he might start making like $2 less an hour than you, but you've been there for 20 years and you started at, you know, but just because the way the time's gone, like she says, new nurses are making, you know, Probably oh, yeah. not that much less than she's making. She's been there yeah. for seven years, but no boss is going to give you a raise like yeah, such yeah. an exponential raise. Yeah. Yeah. They only give you a, a reasonable pay increase, you know, whatever yeah. it is, four percent, six percent, some bullshit yeah. like that. So it's like I feel like with rent, you know, like landlords like to raise rent incrementally because they think it goes with the market. But if they were to kick you out, another tenant might be like, "Fuck you! I'm not paying you that much money. Yeah. Like you're out of your mm-hmm. mind." You know, so, but my last, my last who wants tenant- to move? It, my house was the first time I've ever raised the rent. I've never raised rent on my tenant. And just because it's always been like, one, it's just uncomfortable. Like, mm. you don't want to be like, hey, I'm trying to force you out. And then it was always like, you know, if I raise it 50 bucks, you know, it's an extra, you know, what, 600 a year. Mm-hmm. And then if they move out, I'm getting two grand a month. They move mm-hmm. out, it's going to be empty for a month. You know, it's going to take me a couple of years to recoup that money. And then, yeah, like you said, the next person it. might not you know work out you know mm-hmm. so it, it's it's such a pain in the ass but i tell you i have to next year is going to be the first year where i'm going to you know try to reach out to some people i know 
and try to find maybe a new accountant. I don't think my accountant listens to this, but um, you know, my accountant <laughs> was a good guy. He passed away a couple of years ago, and his wife's a CPA, and she does them. And she's good and everything, but she's just really you know business like you know big business oriented. And mm. I need somebody that I need to talk to just to see you know the proper way because um, I, I am gonna you know everybody says oh form an LLC, but you know people are like no you don't need to do that you do this or whatever. And I don't know the difference. I don't know anything about business, but I have to figure out what I should and should not be doing because mm-hmm. you know obviously. This year, I'm going to be making a lot of money on the side because mm-hmm. of this thing I got going on because everything's 1099. So you're talking tens of thousands of dollars that's going to have to be claimed. Yep. And I got to, you know, start, you know, being a big boy. And, and I want to, you know, that's like the next step for me to kind of break my ties from the pizza place. You know, it's like I got to start, start this. And that's going to, this is going to be the year I'm doing that because I got to go at it, you know, and it's not like, you know, like I was saying to, you know, Christina, it's not like I, I want to, like, leave my job and do, like, content. Like, I'd just be happy just making and selling stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, licensing my name or whatever. No, just kidding. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just just different things, you know. And, um, you know, but it, it, you know, being here, it's been helpful. I haven't done much, like, sitting down, but, like, yesterday. It's just, you know, it's really, I'm very lucky. I, I get to spend, you know, the day with Jimmy. Christina had left and, uh you know, he was, I had my camera and he was helping me with like video and like settings and how to get, you know, frame good shots and all this stuff. And, you know, one thing I noticed, like when he shoots video and I shoot video, I feel like, and it was like, maybe I'm a dummy saying this, but I always feel like I just record what I'm doing. He's actually filming what he's doing. Like he frames his stuff. He sets up his shots. He films the action he needs and that's it like he Mm -hmm. doesn't just record himself working you know it Mm -hmm. looks like that when you watch a video but you know he sets up a shot he records it and i was just kind of like wow like he just doesn't let the camera run for 10 minutes and hope Mm -hmm. he got something you Mm -hmm. know it's like he does an action in front of the camera and that's it and he moves on you know and it makes a huge difference when he's editing. You know, he knows what he needs. He has what he needs. And he yeah. just puts it together. And that's how, like, the show is. You know, like, when we came here, we thought, or at least I thought, we were just going to build stuff and they were going to film us. And it's anything but that. And, yeah. you know, everybody's going to watch it. And, you know, half the people are probably going to be like, oh, my God, what sellouts? It's not real and all this shit. But it's like, if there ain't any fucking story Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. You know, like people aren't just going to watch you make something, you know, for and the sake of They can just go watch it. 10 million other YouTube videos of people yeah, just making yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, and it was just like kind of cool finally realizing that. And I'm like, not that my video is going to be any better or any quicker being made, but it was just kind of like an aha moment. You know, it's like he just frames every step that he needs and records it, you know. So I'm hoping, you know, when I do eventually leave here, and get back to reality, you know, things will be a little bit easier and I will be able to do stuff. But it's just, um, you know, I'm hoping it's like a, a new direction I'm going to be heading in, you know. Mm-hmm. So you just have we'll to see. do it, you know. And yeah, no, I'm going to, to because honestly, I'm only going to go back to work because I'm going to have to go back to work. But mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to stay there. There's no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm like so mentally checked out right now. I don't know how I could even go back. I, I'm going to have to, but... I just, um, 
you know, until I figure it out, and it's probably going to be a year or whatever. But I, I just, uh, I don't even know how I'm going to do it. Do it, really do it for thirty years. It. Yeah, right? thirty-two. But who's 32. counting? But yeah, but who's counting? You know. That's but long yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, no, and I, I just think it's it'll be good, you know. I'm going to go back. Like I said, I may take, I mean, I'm allowed to take, you know, 30-day leaves, and I may do that when I go back, just be like, hey, I'm out of here, you know. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll see you in a month, and then, you know, figure it out next year. But it would be very difficult to leave, but I just feel it's inevitable at this point, you know. I just can't see me not, you know, but we'll see, you know. It's, it's a good it's security tough. blanket, you know. That's what it is. I mean, it's like, it's so funny, it, mm. you know. I've had a job right through the whole, through forever, you know, I've all, yeah. and I've always, when I, when I was working in the city, it was always like, I'm going to stop working in the city and I'm just going to run the shop, you yeah. know, make videos or run the shop. Right. And then the job I have now came to me because my boss, uh, who was my client before he was my boss basically said like, just come and work for me, you know, for mm-hmm. two years, give me two years you'll do something new, you'd be perfect for this, and we'll see where it goes. And I said, all right, yeah, fine. So now it's been two years. Um, July will be two years since I started with this company. Oh, wow. And it's it's been, a re- I mean, it's been an, an incredible experience from a professional level because I've been exposed to shit that I would never, like I work, and I'm not, I, I always like talk about this so it's not a secret, but I work for a hedge fund, right? So I'm exposed to financial guys and i learn i'm learning financing like i would never learn you know it's like a crash course in business school from these guys but at the same time like if he called me tomorrow and said it's all over it would probably be the best thing that could ever happen to me right like um because you know there's all, all this other stuff going on on the side um with the with my business and with youtube and and instagram and all that stuff it's just it's such a hard it's something that i want to like push I want something to force me in that direction, you know? Yeah. Like I either I either need to make so much money making content that I like there's no question, you know, um or I need my job to just end. And yeah. I don't know what like, you know, if he had it his way, I'll work for him for the next 15 years. Yeah. But, you know, um there's someone else that we all know um, and it, you know, kind of came out like semi publicly recently, like how much money he's making every month, um, every year, excuse me. Um, someone that we know that makes content and does, you know, he does a good job and he's making about a half a million dollars a year just making content. And he has like the most fun. Like the guy literally does whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, and it's like, well, if you can make a half a million dollars a year, why, why wouldn't you just do that? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I could, if I said to my boss, listen, I make a half million dollars a year making YouTube videos. If you really want me to stay, you gotta, you gotta pay me that much. He'd be like, congratulations on you making that much money making YouTube videos. Have a great life. Yeah. You know? It's funny. There's so many guys I work with because obviously, like, when people go to the pizza parlor, they never leave it. You know, there's nobody Mm -hmm. that goes there for 10 years. There's been a couple guys, but not really. And then some good friends of mine have, you know, over the years for stupid things, they've been fired. And, mm-hmm. you know, the union would try to get them their job back and it would take a year. And most of them come back, but some don't. Too much sauce on yeah. the pizza, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Extra cheese when it's supposed to be pepperoni. Oh, but you it's, can't uh, mess that up. But it's like, um, 
but you know they were like you know there's life outside of here you know mm-hmm. and they've gone on to be very successful you know one of them he started his own construction company and didn't come back he had a child that was born that was like special needs and he's like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna live my life like that and now he's a uh, building inspector for a, a next town over and he's doing very you know well for himself and you know but you, sometimes you just need like that push and i i just feel like you know i've always felt i needed that push and it was like you know, meeting Jimmy kind of, you know, started me in that direction. And, you know, like obviously everybody else in the support of the community has kind of been feeding me in that direction. Now this is, I feel like just like, if I can't do it now, I'll never fucking be able to do it. Like I, I couldn't have been, you know, handed a better set of cards than I have. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it. if it's not happening now, it will never happen. So I'm going to make sure it does, you know. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Life's too yeah. short. And, and mm-hmm. if everything falls apart, I could always just move to Connecticut and go get a job at Fairfield yeah. Steel, fucking That's sweeping right. floors, you, you know. Could run so the, the CNC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd have that thing carving. He'd be yeah, making yeah, signs. Yeah, he'd be, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, oh, Derek, like, we need seven. Signs. Yeah, 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 we need yeah, eight thousand base plates. Yeah, and like, oh, but I just, plates. I just made a really great yeah, Celtic yeah, sign. Yeah. Don't touch the CNC. It's filled yeah. with epoxy. Yeah, nobody yeah. move it. Nobody make any grinding yeah. dust. Oh my yeah. god, could you imagine you trying yeah. to paint something in Paul's yeah. shop with yeah, the dust? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's. I don't know. And you know, it's like. Like I had a pretty bad, I had a pretty bad April on YouTube. Yeah. Like it was like just not a good month. I just yeah. I didn't make a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of views. And then maybe it was April, maybe it was March. It was just a, not a good month. Like my everything was yeah. down, and I was like, yeah. God, this sucks. Like this is so shitty. And I don't do ads like some of these other guys, where like you have a kind of steady stream of like you know mm. a couple grand for like a read. Mm. So it just like sucks. And then yeah. it all turned around in the last like couple months, in the last mm-hmm. couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, well, shit, I should just do this every day. Like, why yeah. am I doing anything else? Why am I wasting yeah. my time doing anything else? It's yeah. such a tricky thing. But one of these yeah. days, something will happen. Yeah. Did you see all those um, tables and cabanas and all that that Paul's mm-hmm. put together? Jesus Christ. Where's the YouTube video on that, Paul? Come on. No, I don't have time for That's that. That's not happening. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Forget that. Where, where's your door? Aren't you making your big door soon? I want to do that soon. I, I need to. I'm, I was just looking at all the parts today. Mm-hmm. I want to do that door. I've just been so freaking busy. Yeah. But, that's good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I everything came that, together that good with that job. Everything, everything went together good. I had to ream out, like, all the holes because of the oh, really? galvanizing and shit. Would you have to run a tap that, in them? No, no, no. We just, um, all the whole, all the threaded um, the weld nuts, you know, with the threads mm. in them, all, that worked perfectly. Plugging them with with bolts that I just reused to actually fasten the pieces together, and yeah. then using that um, anti seize compound, it mm-hmm. worked perfectly. Everything came out. Yeah. Um, but the holes in the tabs got gunked up a little bit with the galvanizing oh. stuff. Plus, some of them, the fitment was a little, you know off so we just ended up reaming them out massage it a little bit yeah yeah it just makes things easier i should have just made the holes bigger when i when i plasma cut them because the joint the corn it was really the corner joints where like i I, i'll take a picture of like up close of the whole thing it's Mm. three pieces are intersecting there's like a cross member that all the or there's like a i guess you call it almost like a girder that all Mm -hmm. the cross braces are attached to and then that meets the end 
cross brace, and then also the leg. So you have these three pieces intersecting um, with these plates welded on them. So just to get everything to mm-hmm. fit, you got to make the holes a little bit bigger. But other than that, everything fit. Every single piece was there. One was a little bent, and we straightened it out um, and touched Did it up. Did you use one of those tapered reamers for the— Yeah. We used a million I've been thinking of about getting those. Oh, dude, I've been they're thinking the best. about getting some of them for like the larger size holes in the plate. They're the best. Um, yeah, I was talking to Matt about it because he was saying they use them a lot on in the for field structural. when like, yeah, and it's like you know if you've ever tried to cut like a five eighths hole and a half inch base plate, like if it's just a little bit tapered, yeah, you know, like chasing it with a drill bit sucks. You just blow the freaking drill bit oh apart. yeah you can't do that you got to get some of these yeah. reamers they're expensive there's they're like 100 yeah. bucks each we probably spent 600 dollars yeah. on reamers but we got um like what kind of reamers are they they're tapered so it starts at maybe mm-hmm. like three eighths and goes up to five eighths or we had one that they was just a hand reamer no no, no, no. you put it in a drill and they even sell ones for structural steel that you put it literally has a the same size hex head on the end of it as a mm-hmm. or like a standard like erection bolt or like a tc yeah. bolt so it fits like your impact gun and you could use it in an impact gun yeah. which I you just blast it into crazy. the hole yeah and if you have two holes that almost line up like that's yeah what you just put saying. it right like, through you have the two holes two... that almost line up you just blast right through it yeah that's that's what they use it for for structural stuff like if they have like yeah. some type of a you know connection and they got mm-hmm. bolts in two of the holes, and there's one hole where they can't get the bolt in. They just put the reamer right in there and and, and exactly take away material until that bolt fits. But yep. that's pretty much what I did. These were kind of like little mini structural connections. Um, not really, but kind of, and they all bolted together. But I was worried about those. The, big, the, the part that could have ruined this entire thing for me was those bolts not coming out. Yeah. That would have been a disaster. If, I, if those bolts got stuck in there, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, that's that's tricky. That's and there's um, no way for you to that know, would have been a shit show. It's such a custom one-off thing. Like no one's done anything like this before. Probably you know this this mm-hmm. type of scenario. I don't know, but it worked good. And now yep, I just got to finish up the part. tables, making the... a bunch of shit that no one's ever made before. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's funny. I was just uh, looking at my phone, and somebody had posted. Um, some tequila and mm-hmm. a bottle and I knew exactly what the bottle was I don't know the name of it but the place we're staying at they have these really ornate bottles I saw those they just look, yeah they look just like designs those are $400 yeah. a bottle there's 8 oh. of them in here yeah those are they're expensive all, they're, all, they're all empty so the guy <laughs> likes his tequila but it's just funny, four hundred dollars a bottle. I just you should fill them up and sell them in Boston. For yeah, hundred a bottle. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's actually, really <laughs> you know, yeah, give them a deal. Yeah, a deal. So we all, we also have a pet cat here now. No, you don't. That eats hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that lives in the in the house. You know what, Derek? I know who you should give it to. God, who Jimmy? Chris oh, is Chris? a cat dad. Yeah, he's a cat cat. I'm a cat guy. Where's my Where's my cat? He's a cat Stewie. dad. I love it. Stewie, where's my cat? Jimmy's going to like that. Yeah, where's he my should cat? have a t-shirt. He's I a love cat, that cat dad. I know. Well, listen, want, maybe Stewie needs a do you brother want, do you, do you or a sister. Want, no, it's a girl. You want Winnie? Stewie no. and Winnie. I'm all set. It's a Angela cat. asks me all the time. She's like, can we get another cat? I'm like, Dude, no, I'm going to text you. I'm going to message Angela on Instagram. I am too. This is the cat for you. I'm telling you. This cat, I feel bad, and believe me, I'm a miserable prick, 
This cat, I feel so bad for. It's it's not skinny, so it's definitely not starving. But it just outside our door nonstop. Somebody must have kicked it to the curb, and um, oh, I made a sucks. little bed for it. I know it's horrible. And last night I fed it two cans of food, a ton of dry food. The thing just kept eating. And it eating. doesn't have a. Uh, it doesn't have no a collar. collar. No nothing. So we may try to. There's a place in Hudson, an animal shelter. Mm. We may try to catch it. I mean, to catch it, we just have to put it in a box because yeah. she's so trusting. But just drop it off at bad. Jimmy's. Yeah, I know. He's got an animal. I, 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 I would, but I don't know if it has fleas or what. You know. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was funny. Out. We were we were in uh we were in Woodstock, New York today. Um, it was on the way home, so we just like stopped to check it out. And um, of course, we're like walking. There was like a, a sign for an antique store, and it was like kind of behind these other stores. So we were walking through this driveway, and this cat just like is walking down the driveway, and. Angela just reaches right down and starts petting the thing. And my oh. first thought is like, this fucking thing's got fleas. Yeah. And then the woman, there was a, it was a hotel right there. And the woman that owned the hotel is like, oh, that's like Mickey. He's like, you know, he's, he's friendly, you know, whatever. He lives here. And I'm like, I still might have yeah. fleas. But, yeah. Yeah, that's um, how I am. I'm just you like, never know. Yeah. No. Or ticks. I pulled a tick off the back of my neck this weekend. It was Dude, wonderful. Have you gotten any? No, and I'm surprised. You should see the one we got off Jimmy's cat the other day. It was huge. Oh, God. Yeah, dude, I'm surprised you guys, like, because every time I go to my property, I wind up with, I come home and I've got one. And just the other day, yesterday, we went for a hike. Um, and uh, we got back to the car, and I just kind of, like, reached behind my neck, and I pulled off one just, Ooh, like, walking around. It, yeah. Uh not not the tiny tiny ones, the oh. ones that are like the size of like a black ant. Oh, um, so it wasn't a but, deer tick. Oh, that's good. I thought it was. I think I, I think, think it was a female really one. Oh, no, those are the, the the dwarf. There's small, a then they get huge when they suck all the blood out. Oh. There's a there's a really small one that you like can't see. That's like tiny. Um, I think it's a yeah, it's a nymph deer tick. Yeah. Deer tick, well, and they're so small they look like a. Like a, almost like a beauty mark. Like you can almost not see them. The, those the ones with Lyme's disease? Those little they ones? They could all have Lyme's disease. Oh, they all do? I thought the big, for some reason the big ones didn't, like the really big ones. No. I don't know. I had one in my, in my like rib cage like a month ago, and then we got it tested, and it came back positive for Lyme oh, disease. Oh, shit. Did you have to take antibiotics? Um, yeah, I mean, I had taken the antibiotics already, but uh, we sent it out to get tested, and then when it came back positive, we were like, shit, what are we doing? I was talking to my doctor about it and he was like, you know, like you're like ahead of it. You know, normally what happens is people have a tick, it gives them Lyme disease. And then like two years later, they have start having symptoms and they yeah. go to the doctor like, what's wrong with me? Why do I have like, cause it, it can cause really horrific arthritis, yeah, Lyme disease. And so they'll go to the doctor and be like, I don't understand. Like my joints are seizing up and then they'll check them and they go, you have Lyme disease. So if you, if you, even if you have one in you, and it's positive as long as they hit you with enough antibiotics. It usually takes care. We of gotta it. kill. Yeah, the, I, we gotta kill these things, right? I mean, how do we not kill these ticks? My father had um, had that, and they had to give him uh, doxycycline. Mm-hmm. He was on such big doses of it. He got so sick for probably Jesus, like two years after that, because mm-hmm. it killed like all the good bacteria in his body. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. Or, or I was on it, it for thirty days. So Not my, dad, days, my dad got days. a tick the other day. He's on antibiotics for thirty days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. yeah, they try to do like a slow burn, like they give. But if but if it's 
if it's let's say like a month has gone by and they say, oh, you you probably have it, they'll dose the shit out of you, and then it really is hard on your stomach. You're it to kills take your probiotics, stomach. Probiotics, terrible. I think. Yeah, it it's... kills your stomach. Oh, not God. fun. Yeah, it's not good. I I'm worried about them all the time. We got signs all over like Jimmy's place, and uh-huh. it's like, you know, it's like you know. Graz uses a cheap excuse to check my body out at night. Oh, but, nice. Uh, <laughs> you guys check each well, other you know every night? Well, you know where it's really bad? Tick I was patrol. actually talking to um, my mom's friend who's a dermatologist, the same one that, that helped me when I burned my hand. Out in the Hamptons on Long Island, oh, you've really? got all these people. It's like it's exploding out there, and you've got all these people that like are from the city who don't – you know, if you're like – if you've done any camping or lived anywhere near the woods, you know to check for ticks. You know, like it's just part of your day. But if you've lived in New York City your whole life and you buy a $4 million, you know, house out in the Hamptons and you walk through the the high grass going to the beach, you get a tick. You just don't – you don't even know to check. So she was saying that like out in the Hamptons, like the Lyme disease is insane. And she's a dermatologist and she knows how to treat it. So she has people that come in for body checks – and they've had ticks on them for like they don't even know how long, Oof. you know. And it's Dude, like she honestly, said, it's so bad out in the Hamptons. I haven't checked once since I've been here. Uh-oh. Nice. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Not no. that. No, I shouldn't say. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I cut it two years from now. No, no. I, you know what no, it's gonna be? It's I, gonna like get Jimmy of all people. Actually, no, if a tick I bites Jimmy, it'll probably yeah, die. Dude, it probably from dies. Yeah, from all the chemicals in his blood. No, it's just that I I know the fucking tick spits it <laughs> spits yeah. Jimmy yeah. out. They're like, don't go on that guy. But no, I um, I I always have long pants on, you know, yep. boot socks. I have they have us like in flannel shirts. You know, I get the sleeves rolled up, so it's just really like my forearms that are exposed. Yeah, no, but those and things so crawl like, all over you. I don't think it matters. I know. That's well, that's what I'm kind of. Now you get me worried, dude. It's all right. All right. How about this? How about this? Don't, go, this? don't go anywhere. Pinto. What? Pinto. How about this? I'm gonna stand up. I'm going to strip naked, and I need you I'll guys check. to inspect my body. Yeah. Now, now, that's some growth. Thank you, Paul. I'm not going to do that, but thank you for offering. Oh, uh, yeah. See Listen. how much he's grown? Two years ago, he would have been like... He would have just left click. the podcast. Yeah. He would have blocked I I both of so us, much, and that would have been it. Yeah. I got so much rubbing alcohol on my skin. I don't think they... No, there's no either. ticks going near you, dude. No yeah. way. Not a chance. Now, this one I had in my ribs, though, was like... I And I think I told you guys, I like... It was the weekend that I got that skid steer, and right before I had got it, we went and rode the quads around at Matt's boss's house, and it, we mm. were out for like two hours. And like, I don't ever ride a quad, so like a couple days later, I was like, my ribs were kind of sore, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm just like a little sore from, you know, riding the quad or yeah. getting banged around in the skid steer. So I had felt it, and then you know, uh, was the tick still on you? It was like, yeah, it was in, Ooh, it was, it wasn't headed. swollen, but it was in my uh, ribs. So I lifted up my shirt in the kitchen and I'm like, I'm like, Angela, what is this? And she's like, you have a tick like deep in your, and it fucking hurt. When I pulled it out, it was sore for probably like another week and a half. Oh my God. It was so, so sore. And it was like, it was hard to get it out, but it was still alive. And then you, we sent it away. You, you mail it in an envelope to this freaking lab somewhere and they, uh, they scan it. Yeah. They scan it. Shitty job. Yeah. Yeah. Scanning ticks. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's – and it's funny too because if you look it up online, uh, the CDC actually recommends that you don't send them out because the labs use like some fakaka fucking, you know, mm. science. So they're like, listen. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa. Dude, all right. We're back. Dude, what happened? So I, my cord for my headphone oh. touched my leg 
and I thought, thought it was a tick, and I went to grab it, ripped my laptop right off the desk. Dude, scared the shit out of me. Oh, my God. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, oh that's so funny. Oh. Stop talking about ticks. All right, no more talking about ticks. So, I mean, Derek, Smash I don't know if you can say computer. what. Did you get anything this weekend, Derek? What's, what's your new tool of the week? Did you get anything? Oh, shit, did I? You got anything at the flea market this weekend? I think, did we talk oh, about that your air compressor? That, I just posted it. Yeah, we did last week. Okay. I just posted that picture, actually. Yeah. But um, that vice wasn't mine, the picture of it. I know. I had yeah, talked to Jimmy about okay. it already. That was a nice one. And he paid the right <laughs> price. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. He bought um, at the flea market. He's actually uh, sent them to your buddy. But um, guy was selling a bunch of bronze cleats from a boat. I saw, like, yeah. Gas ones. He paid like nothing for them, you know. But um, did I buy anything? I don't think I bought anything. Yeah, I just, you know, I was like, I just don't need any more shit. You know, actually, I, I have a new tool I'm going to be getting this weekend. I'm going to be driving down to Jersey to pick up a uh, um, mm. dust collector. So I'll be there getting that on Saturday. Nice. But, um, but yeah. So that'll be exciting. I think I'm just going to pick it up and come back up here, though. I don't think I'm going to drive home. It's too far to go home from there. It's like five hours, five and a half hours, and I just from there. Really feel... Oh, yeah. you're you're going. Yeah. Right. it's 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 out of your way. Yeah. from home. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if I left here at like six in the morning and went there early, maybe, but it's not worth it. It's it'd just be a long better day. to. Um, it'd be better to. Um, Go there. It's just way more efficient to just go another time back to Boston. You know, yeah. like it just, yeah, it doesn't make it, sense. It, it's like the same time to come back here than go home as it would yeah. be because it's like two, two and a half, two hours and like fifteen minutes there. So it's like yeah. I could literally drive there back here then home and it'd be the same. So I think I'm just gonna go down there, hang out for a bit, come back, and uh, that's it. You know, so nice. That'll be my new tool for next week. So that's it. That's a good. I, I uh, I'm glad that you're getting that. I yeah, would be yeah, buying yeah. It if you were not. Getting yeah, it, yeah, but. no, <laughs> yeah, no. So that 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 that's uh, exciting. I'll, I'll be happy to get that hooked on the CNC and get that going and shit like that. So, and uh, it's not like you don't have room to keep it, you know, at, at Jimmy's in the meantime. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I'll just throw it in his big shop. Like, he hasn't really even been over there. I mean, we stop by there once in a while. It's just, you know, it's such long days here. It's just like there's really no time, you know, yeah. for anything, even, you know, even for him. He's just kind of busy, does his thing, and that's it, you know, so. But yeah. yeah. So I have a new tool next week I can talk about That's more. exciting. Yeah. Yeah, how about you, anything? Um, I got... I got some stuff this weekend while I was away. There was a, there was a cool, it was very, very funny like um, antique store. It was called I gotta I gotta look up the name now. It was down by where we were staying. So I was staying probably an hour south of where Derek is currently uh, residing, and we found this place called Charming but Cheap and Mo and no wait Charming but Cheap and possibly Antique, and it's this old lady who has a like a one-year-old um, yellow lab who just like runs crazy all over this property. And she's got a house filled with antiques and then an old barn with antiques. And she's like, oh, you know, like we walk up. She's like, oh, you know, walk through. Be careful. Don't trip on anything. So I go inside. Angela's outside playing with the dog. And um, she's like, oh, what are you looking for? I said, oh, you know, I like all sorts of old stuff, like any blacksmithing stuff. She goes, oh, what's those things that they hit with the hammers? 
<laughs> I go in Anvil. She goes, you know, she goes, I don't have any right now. She goes, but every time I do, I always sell it like the next day. She goes, and I get a few hundred dollars for them. So they're really good sellers. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what do, you, what do you got? You got anything cool? She's like, she goes, I have, a, I have a really old big hammer in the basement. She goes, you'll have to go down and look for it. This woman's like got to be, she had to be in her late 80s, if not 90 years wow. old. Yeah. So she's like, you can go down in the basement and look for it yourself. So we're in like a house, not an antique store. <laughs> so she opens this door to the basement. She flips on a light. It doesn't work. She goes, oh, you can just go down there and take a look. So I go down with my flashlight and, and uh, she comes down following me. And we like, were screwing in light bulbs, trying to fix it. And she finds like probably like a maybe, maybe maybe a twelve or a fifteen pound sledgehammer on like a short handle like this long. And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, there it is. You want it? She goes, you can have that for eight dollars. I go, I will buy this from you for eight dollars. So we go upstairs, <laughs> and then um, she's like, I got a couple other things. So she had this cool hammer. I'll show you guys. I th- I think she she seemed to think someone told her it was for uh, railroad ties, but. I think it's I think it's like a carnival hammer for driving stakes. Dude, I can't believe you're showing me that. Why did you get one of those? No, but did you see the big hammer Jimmy has? No. Well, this is the big hammer that I bought for eight dollars. Huh. Which yeah. is big as shit. It's, it yeah, probably it is, is even more than that. So um, that's the big hammer, and then I bought this interesting hammer, um, which she's like, "Oh, it says Providence on it." And then the other thing I got that was cool was look at this. This is a big clamp. With like wow. a ratcheting side, it's huge. It, oh, it's got to weigh twenty five pounds. Um, wow. It's a little hard to tell the scale of it. You can kind of tell in this picture. I mean, look at it compared to the size of that yeah. sledge. Oh wow! So um, I go to buy her. I go. I ask her about the clamp, and I go. Uh, I go. Oh, you want to sell this? Because some of the shit that she, some of the heavy metal stuff, she had planters on, and she was like, "I don't want to sell them. They look really good underneath my <laughs> potted plants." So I go, what about this? You're going to sell this? She goes, well, that's keeping the door to my my shed closed. It was leaning up against a plywood door. I go, well, how about this? I'll make a deal with you. I'll find something else to lean against the door if you'll sell me this clamp. She goes, how much you want to pay for it? I said, I don't know. She goes, ah, I hate doing that. Just give me $5 for it. I was like, that sounds perfect. <laughs> so Unbelievable. I spent a couple bucks. I got some shit for her and that, from her. and uh, She was just so sweet. She probably had a lot more like cool shit buried around that place. Yeah. Um, it might be a good field trip for you, Derek, while you're uh, while you're well, up it's there. It's funny. Christina pulls out these little seashells. They're just like you know, like a half a clamshell mm-hmm. filled with wax, with a wick in it, like mm-hmm. the shittiest little stupid thing. It looked like like a a shitty kid's craft that you have to put out because you love your kid. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I'm like, where the hell did you get those? She's like, oh, remember down the Cape. That sweet little old lady in the antique shop, she goes, I felt so bad I bought them from her, you know? Yeah. I was like, you got to be shitting me, you know? But it was just funny because it was like, you know, it, it just, you know, that's like what happens when you go to those places. Mm-hmm. But well, it's yeah, funny. she told me it was, 40, it was $44 yeah. for everything I bought, and I gave her a $50 bill, and she said, oh, let me go inside and get changed. I said, don't even worry about it. And she whipped her head around. She was like, really? I said, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I said, you know, whatever. Put it towards, like, something. She had this this dog. His name was Libby. And she was yeah. screaming at this dog. I said, put it towards, like, Libby. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, um, she was yeah. so excited. And I was, like, happy to give her 50 bucks. You know, like, it's all good. Dude, Jimmy has this hammer that is so cool. And it's just, it's funny, you know, I'm in his place so much. And, like, they decorated it so nice. Like, he mm-hmm. has so many cool things that are just odd. Like, today... I was looking at, he had a set of boxing gloves hanging. They're like hmm. old boxing gloves. 
And like it's like I would never even think of like buying something like that because yeah. I just don't have any place to hang anything. But they're so cool. But he bought this hammer. It literally is just like that. It's like a hammer from a carnival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a circus tent hammer. Now I'm finding it now. Yeah, and it has two metal bands around it. It's like somebody took a log, and it was like pretty cylindrical already. And they just cut, you know chamfered the edge. You mm-hmm. could tell with a knife. They put these steel bands around it so it wouldn't split. A beautiful long ash handle. And I'm like, oh, man, I want to make one of these. It looks so cool. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do a video on making one. Because <laughs> I know I've made a hammer before. Yeah, he did. But he's like, he goes, I'll like blacksmith the rings or something mm. like that. Sorry if I ruined the surprise, Jimmy. But oh, well. it's um, <laughs> you know, all, all, all 50 of the people that listen to us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was just so cool. I was like, you know, how many people see that hammer and just could give a shit? You know, they're yeah. like, yeah, it's a piece of shit. What are you going to do with it, you know? But it's funny, I, I picked it up and I was showing somebody. I go, look, at he did his stupid trick that works, the one with the super glue in the tip. Mm-hmm. He goes, it was like that. Somebody else had already done it. <laughs> so, but it worked. It, was, it wasn't loose in the handle, so. Yeah, Angela goes, she just recently found out about the 500 hammers that I bought. Oh, God, <laughs> um, yeah. Because my brother, <laughs> my brother is like, dude, what? Because I put them in at my house. And he parks his car in that garage. So there's 10 freaking totes, if not more, filled with hammers. And uh, he's like, dude, like, what the fuck with the hammers? And Angela's like, what did you buy? I'm like, oh, I bought like 500 hammers from this guy. She's like, what? So then we're buying, you know, we're picking through this old lady's shit. And I, I pull out this hammer. She goes, don't you have enough? I said, Angela, enough. Don't don't start with me. You don't are you giving him out his wedding gifts? Right? I know. Seriously. <laughs> I'm trying to, listen, I'm trying to keep the house from floating away. Well, funny enough, I've been... Thinking and I and I'm pretty sure I have the date uh, set up, but I want to talk to you guys first. But I'm going to be doing an open house at my shop next month, oh, that's um, cool. where I'm just gonna, you know, like a lot of people say they want to come and visit, and I try to like kind of keep people from visiting on a work day because I just have so much going on. But um, you know, Chris Cash was telling me that he just had one at his place. He said it was a lot of fun, and I think uh, it'll be a good little kind of get together. We'll do a little like a little blacksmithing thing. You know, I'll bring the anvils out in the forge and figure you know everybody can come down for the day on a saturday and uh i'll probably put out some hammers for sale considering i have so many so yeah stay tuned i want to i want to make sure that like all the all my actual friends that i want to see are available that day before i have a bunch of people that i'm i've never met before come to my shop yeah 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 um so yeah, it is always fun having some people stop by, you know. And I've never had that really, aside from my grand opening, which was now uh, July is five years since I've been in wow. that shop. Wow! So, um, my grand opening, which was uh, October of that year, it's I haven't had a day where I really let random people come to the shop. Yeah. So, we were thinking of doing something like that. Yeah, do a little barbecue or something for uh, for our shop, and we have the pizza. Big Green Pizza oh, Truck, which yeah. is another Connecticut, another New Haven special right there. We need, yeah. I need to be there for that. It's like, is it like this, Pepe's though? It's similar. It's, it's this old, like they start, like created this whole idea. They've been doing it for like forever now, but they have these old, like, like Ford or Dodge, you know, 50s big trucks. Like, I don't even know if it's like a Dodge Power Wagon mm-hmm. or like some type of truck like that. And they're all green. And they have a wood-burning of pizza oven on the truck, and they make the pizzas right there. They set up all these tables. 
They make the pizzas. That I think the oven comes lit already. They light it before they drive there, and the thing goes down to smoking so it's down warmer, the road. I guess, yeah, yeah, because it takes so long for the oven to heat up. And they make fresh pizzas. They're unbelievable, oh, and they give, serve gelato and you know for dessert and everything. It's it's really good. So oh, we've been having them well. for like parties for years. We get the big green pizza truck, and we get the super duper weenie truck. That's all you the need. The hot dog truck. <laughs> the Fairfield Classics. You yeah. let me know when that day is coming. I will yeah, be there. I want to have everyone down, and I just got to do some more work at the shop. But Yeah. So you got ready. enough room where you don't have to do shit. You can just be like, yeah, come. I got it. Dude, you yeah, know how long it would take me oh to prepare to have like be, 20 people inside yeah. my space? This is going to be. Yeah, June of next year. Yeah. This is going to be a fire hazard. Well, I just recently <laughs> had my fire inspection, so my shop is actually clean right now. Dude, but who's I was the thinking, you know, passed that let you pass that inspection. <laughs> oh my god, you listen, pay him baby. Off? It's dude. So listen, the guy comes. I don't know if I told you guys this. So the I guy comes. Like, what the hell? And is he, that? And he last walks, time. Yeah, he walks through and he goes, "Man, he goes, you got a lot of stuff in here." He goes, <laughs> "He goes, you got oh, like." God. He goes, "You got like every tool." He goes, oh, that's, I know that tool. He goes, what's that thing? He's pointing at the Bridgeport. He goes, what's that called? I said, that's a Bridgeport. He goes, we had one of those when I was in high school. He goes, we had that and we had a South Bend lathe. He goes, and I got in trouble because I was making a little rim fire 22 on the South Bend lathe. I didn't think anybody was noticing. And then one day my teacher comes over, taps me on the shoulder and says, Carl, what are you doing over on that lathe, buddy? You can't be making one of those. I said, could you imagine if you Holy got caught shit. now making a 22 Dude, in high school? Like 10 years. They, you'd be on the cover of the New York Times. They'd put you in shackles, and that'd be it. They'd never fucking see you again. He, he wouldn't be the fire inspector, I tell you that. So this guy, is he's a, he's a really nice guy, and me and him have had our dust-ups where I've been doing projects for customers without permits, and he's been the one to shut me down, but he doesn't remember me. So uh, I'm just like a new face every time he sees me. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a That's sweet like guy. That's like a Fred story. Unbelievable, yeah. dude. Dude, I had Fred on the job the other day. I love it. Really? Dude, he's so insane. He, what does he do when he's not with you? Does he have his own he thing? He has his own stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's got oh. his own. He, he does everything. But, oh, so, he's, we're working out in the sun for like, I was there for like 12 hours a day, out on the beach. You know, no, not a cloud in the sky, bright sun. Every single day, probably like 10 times, I go, Fred, you got to put suntan lotion on. You're going to get burnt. He's like, no, I don't want to. I, I, don't, I don't like that stuff. I'm like, what do you mean you don't like that stuff? He's like, I don't want all the chemicals. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, this is a guy who would never wear safety glasses, no hearing protection. He's like half deaf, you know, no respirator, nothing. Like, he doesn't want chemicals all of a sudden. He, he, he was literally like a lobster by the end of the third day. I'm like, this guy's going to have to go to the hospital. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I could not get him to put sunscreen on. Have you ever seen that meme where it's like, you ever seen a guy who thinks he's so tough he doesn't wear sunscreen? It's like, you're tougher than the sun, the sun of all the things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, poor it was, friend. It was just, it was just, he's just crazy. I don't know. I was with him again today. He just, does, do you call him when you need him or does he call you and go, Paul, you got anything to do? Like, I like how does him. it work? I call him. Sometimes I got to chase him down to, to get a hold of him. There's been times where we have to go knock on his door because he's, he's sleeping inside. Oh, my God. The um, fire inspector, he give you a hard time at all with anything? Or? Me? Yeah. No. Like, no, just check everything out. He walks through. He looks for extinguishers, um, exit signs, and egress. Yeah, I've actually asked the building department. My building is 
uh, like pre-existing uh, exempt yeah. from like needing sprinklers. Oh. Um, so it's also not a wood frame building, right? It's a steel and brick building. So like, mm. even if it burned, it would just like, it would just like empty the inside of it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we don't need sprinklers. But now, do they know you weld in that? Like, do you tell them? He takes not? all those out. Weld? I've never welded. Yeah. Yeah. It's about? a woodworking shop. Yeah. It's a woodworking no, shop. Yeah. I'm a machinist, Derek. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, you know what's so funny? Speaking about fire and, and inspectors you know how the last weekend my alarm went off and the cops came to my shop oh yeah 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 yeah. four hundred dollars that cost me of course yeah, four hundred dollar yeah. fine mm-hmm. for the false for alarm that? yep 200 because i didn't have a permit for the alarm which i didn't know i needed and need 200 for the for false alarm, alarm. what yep. kind of shit is this 400 fucking dollars yep. you need a permit to have an alarm on your building yep and and the notice they sent me which i probably should find because if i don't pay it they I never heard of that. They'll find me like it's like a hundred dollars extra a month or something. Every month I don't pay the fine and they'll put my building on a no response list where if the alarm goes off, they'll just ignore it. Up until Perfect. I pay so they totally just I'm, like I'm so grab lost. you by the balls. I'm so hey. lost. So yeah. So if you didn't have an alarm on your building, they they they, they would rather you not have an alarm, or you got if you do want an alarm, you got to pay a. a, a so fee the per- for a permit. Yeah. So you need the permit, I guess. Everybody, I guess, needs the permit, and I'm sure if you and I have Simply Safe, which I set up myself. So I'm sure if you called ADT, they would just roll that fee into the thing. Um, and I and I want to say I remember Simply Safe sending me something saying that I may need a permit and I need to like call I the bet county. If you bought it, they'd, they'd they'd wipe the permit pot off. Maybe, but yeah. uh, I, I I would pay the permit because if, if everybody else has to pay it, that's fine. But I think 200 for a false alarm is a lot. No. Like, I remember hearing that it was 50 bucks. No. But, Dude, no. Dude, it cost us in trucks out there and everything? No, it wasn't. Because it was it, police it officers. No, this wasn't fire. This was police. No, I, th- I figured they'd send everybody. No, this was burglary. Yeah, that's why, because yeah, it, just... it, it came up as a uh, as a break in, not as a fire. If it was a fire yeah. and they sent the trucks yeah. out, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I'm an asshole kind of, for that. Yeah, that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of steep. One but, time, uh, I set the fire alarm off at a shopping center I was working at, like in the whole. I'm dude, sure that cost them thousands, dude. That probably cost them who, thousands. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it did. I don't know who they didn't we charge. Set, like, who would they charge? They, the they, owner of the, they don't, the they, yeah, they, yeah, the owner of the place they judge. I guess. We, we set them off all the time at the pizza pile. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, you know, we, uh, we put equipment on the lines that um, mm-hmm. it, like, pulsates, yep. like, sends voltage, oh. and the stray voltage goes through. I was working in the seaport, right? Fucking nine times in one day. <laughs> oh that happens on my building all they, the time. In the pot, they, they can't, if off. they... If they get smart, they can figure out like where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. But we just sit there and act like, yeah, we have no yeah. idea because it sets it off of any place the cable you're you're working on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just all day. I think it was I think it was six times they came, but yeah. just the, all the restaurants unloaded. It was funny. It was a nice summer day. But uh, whatever, it happens. It's so it funny because like keeps them fresh. We have you know we have a lot in my building in Jersey. We have a lot of fire alarm issues because like we've had we had this piece of shit fire alarm company named Oliver Fire Protection. I will publicly slander them. If you're in the New oh, Jersey God. area, don't ever hire Oliver <laughs> Fire Protection. Fucking the worst company on the planet. Um, they like hacked our system back. So we're like paying these people. I mean, we're paying them tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? And they're telling us that they're fixing things, everything's good. So finally, I got fed up with them because they stopped coming. Like, I, we had an issue where 
someone in the building said, hey, we don't think the alarm's working at all. Like, we did a pull test and nothing happened. So they pulled up. They pulled a fire alarm and just nothing happened. They just so decided I to pull this the company. fire alarm on their own. Well, no, we were we were doing inspections and oh, somebody oh. like so before you have a building inspection, you pull your own pull test to make oh, sure it works. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So we do a pull test, nothing happens. So we're like, so I call the fire department, fire company, and I'm like, guys, nothing, something's wrong. Oh yeah, hold on, we'll try to get you on the schedule. So they just like days go by, like a week goes by. Meanwhile, in this time, my electrician's already fixed it. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to wait and mm. see how long it takes. So I'm in a fully occupied building, you know, with like 300 people there every day. And I call my fire alarm vendor, who I will pay any amount of money to come and fix this. They know that. They have me completely by the balls. I say, hey, my alarm doesn't work, and it takes them 10 days to respond to my email. Wow. I'm like, so this is like a life safety issue, right? Like, You're if supposed my... to have do – you, do you have to have like a fire watch if your alarm is in operation? Yes, but we have we have 24-7 security in that building, so yeah. technically they act as the fire watch, and we did fix yeah. the alarm. So this company yeah. is so – just so fucking bad and we would have what would happen is like verizon would come out and like activate a line um because we use verizon at that company at that at that building and um verizon would come out they'd activate a line and next thing you know 12 fucking trucks and the guys are fully kitted up and finally my building and my building engineer was just putting the building on test every day and then one day the fire marshal came out and goes, guys, you can't just put the building on test every single day. Like, yeah. that's only for, like, a day you're specifically working on the system. We're like, oh, well, you know, we just figured we would save you guys the energy of coming out. He goes, what if there's an emergency? He goes, well, we'll know the alarm is ringing. We'll, we'll check it out. He's like, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that. Dude, I tell you, it's funny. So in Boston, when they're out, they have to hire a – a fire detail to stay there. Oh yeah, if it's a big building. They have to have two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They have to have them twenty four seven. Yep, and they flip out. So sometimes their shits out for two weeks. Yeah, and they'll be pissed, you know, because we'll be working on it all mm-hmm. day, all night. So I was just working on a, a system, and uh, it was actually for the sheriff's department, and it started to go off, but we hadn't touched it, you know. But it was their alarm line that was out, so I silenced it. But it was just the beeping in the building. Uh-huh. So my partner goes, he goes, oh, my God. He goes, dude, he goes, I was working in a building, and the alarm went off, and I silenced it. And he goes, because we set it off. And he goes, the fire department showed up. And he goes, they flipped out. Oh, I bet. Because they, like, you know, you know you're working on it, and it, that's probably what set it off. But if there's a fire in the building, you know, you just fucking put, you know, 300 people in, in jeopardy you know and, yeah uh, it made me sick to think of that i was like holy shit because i i just let it go i don't give a shit if it's mm-hmm. the, just the warning inside the building i'll silence that so i don't have to listen to it but if it's the actual alarm itself going off we had that the project one day they just kept going off and the people were flipping out because in every apartment they're buzzing and stuff but hey it's what happens you know it's like part of you know, life sucks sometimes. Well, it's so funny because, like, I, you know, I know, and I know Paul told the story about how he was, like, in a restaurant, right, and, like, the alarm went off and, like, nobody left and the fire department yelled yeah. at you. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, there's, like, a CVS by my house where, like, the strobes are, like, always going off yeah. in this fucking CVS. <laughs> like, every other day I go in there, the strobes are going off. No one gives a shit. Yeah. The other day I was at a building with my mom, an apartment building, and we walk in 
And again, the strobes are just going off and everybody's just going about their merry way. Just like, and it's like so funny because, you know, knowing what I know now about commercial buildings, like the horns could just not work in that building. But like, if you don't hear them, I feel like the strobes are like almost useless. Like, oh, like this thing is flashing and you're you're probably calling down the front desk. You're like, I don't know. This is really annoying me, you know? But if the horns go off and like in my building, that was our problem as our strobes work, but our horns didn't. Yeah. And I remember uh, being like, shit, this is serious because, like, I know I've literally watched and I've gone into stores with the strobes are going off and just been like, ah, fuck it. I guess everything's fine. Oh, yeah. you know? Meanwhile, yeah. like in the basement, there could be like, you know, oh, yeah. a, a you raging or, or fire the, next yeah, to a the, propane the tank or something. That that happened when I was in, uh, I was at a bachelor party. We were in Montreal, you know, for the fine cuisine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were on the <laughs> 22nd floor. And we could smell fire, and um, it, we're in the Holiday Inn, and we called, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, it was an incident on the 13th floor, and we were leaving yeah. the next day, <laughs> and I tell you, I was so scared, like, sleeping there that night, because I'm like, if there's a fucking fire, like, they're not getting to us up on the 22nd floor, yeah, like, no we're way. just dying, no sprinklers in the building, Ugh. it was an older building, it was probably mm-hmm. grandfathered in, and it's scary, and it's funny, Christina's father, grandfather, I mean, I mean, was the fire captain for um, Salem, Mass, and uh, her uncle was. So uh, uh, Salem State, uh, the college, the kids would pull the alarms all the time, and her grandfather was a ball buster, and he would make the kids stand outside in the cold or the rain or the snow, <laughs> and they would inspect every yep. dorm. They'd be like, you little pricks want to pull the alarms? Okay, you can stay outside all this time, you know? Because it is, it, it's it's dangerous. We had a neighbor that was almost killed going to like a false alarm and stuff like that. And it's just, you know, it, it just, um, you know, just a lot of, you know, people just think it's, oh, it's nothing but, you know, bad That was always happen. like the worst thing that you, like yeah. when I was in school, that was like, you had to be out of your fucking mind to pull the fire. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. that was like, that. like you yeah. could do anything else. Like you could yeah. like yeah. fist fight a teacher and it would be not as bad yeah. as pulling yeah. a fire alarm. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like, like. Yeah. Was I remember growing like, up, so our, bad. Our, our neighbor was a firefighter, and he got killed in a fire. Two oh. guys did in Somerville, and um, they named, like, the headquarters after them, Riley and Brickley. And I always remember that just as a kid because I remember just I was probably, like, six or seven at the time. And um, and then, like I said, a family friend, he got injured. He, he was like, I'm, I mean, Paul, you won't believe this, but I'm so old that I remember in Somerville, they used to ride on the back of the fire engines. They'd hang on the back. Mm. And this guy was going to a false alarm. They went over a bump going around the corner. He fell off the back of the fire engine. And he almost died going to a false alarm. So I just always remember my parents being like, don't you ever fucking play with those things. And, you know, as bad of a kid as I was, I never touched those things. (laughs) Because it was just always scared the shit out of me, you know. Yeah, that just seems um, like the worst Fuck yeah, that. yeah. It just a lot of bad things can happen with that. You don't mess around with stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I just that's that, there was one get one kid pulled the fire alarm when I was in middle school, and I remember being like, "Damn, that is that is bold." I think yeah, I had a couple yeah. kids do it in my school. I had some freaking yeah. crazy kids in my school. Yeah. Thank God for firemen, though. You never hear a bad thing yeah. about a fireman. fireman I was just does. talking to Angela always about do a good that. Job. You know, like yeah. you, like. No one's mad at the fireman. Yep, no one's they're, mad at the fireman. Yeah, no dude. one's they mad at the fireman. How could you be? When it's good, you know. You know how My could you be mad at the fireman? Bridgeport fireman, and there's a big difference between being a Bridgeport fireman and a Fairfield fireman. The shit yeah. he's told me, he's like, you'd think he was in like Syria yeah. fighting ISIS, like 
Like there's it's well, it's, it's crazy, crazy for them now because like a lot of them like they never fight fires. Like, it's like, it's a lot of just every drug, other drug bullshit. Hold on, oh, yeah. Stuff. yeah, like because yeah. they go to all those nine one. They go to calls all those all calls shit. and the cops oh, yeah. like don't take care of shit the way they're supposed to. Like yeah, like one time he said there was a someone who was on like PCP or something, and he said yeah. this person because it makes you have like superhuman strength. He said oh, it yeah. took like eight firefighters to, to hold this guy down. And he wasn't even, yeah. like, a big guy. It was, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy shit he's told me, like, the places he's gone into. One, and, and one time, I guess there was a fire in Fairfield. And the Fairfield fire, fire, firefighters, like, they don't see much action at all. So they didn't know what to even do. Like, it was such a bad fire. They, the Bridgeport, they called in the Bridgeport firefighters who, were like, are always dealing with shit. And they mm-hmm. basically said, like, listen, we don't know what to do with this. You guys got to yeah. take over. And the Bridgeport firefighters yeah. put out the fire because it's like, you know, there's nothing really yeah. happens in Fairfield. Yeah. Maybe just car accidents. Like, the Bridgeport yeah, yeah, firefighters yeah. every day, it's it's a car accident. Yeah. It's a drug overdose. It's a it's an apartment building, you know, well, burning how, down. Like, it, yeah. It's a factory Even burning Boston, down. Though. You know, like part of Boston, it's like, you know, Beacon Hill. Like, they're not getting caught. They're not getting fired. Yeah, fires. But, yeah, yeah, like downtown, yeah, they're dealing with all the bullshit, you know. But it it is a good gig, you know. It's good when it's good for those guys, but when it's bad, it's bad, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's freaking. I mean, it's I funny can't even how imagine. like they all have like side hustles. They all do. Yeah, mm-hmm. my uncle has an electrical, yeah. you know, yeah. company. Yeah, they all like you know the carpenter or the. Yeah. I met a guy. He uh, lived the next town over from me. He was actually a um, New York City um, fire lieutenant, and I was like, "Oh, you retired?" He's like, "No, I still work." Holy yeah. I'm like, shit. "What?" But they work like cra- those yeah. crazy hours, like like five days off, two mm-hmm. on. So he goes, I drive to New York. I stay at the firehouse for two days and yeah. I'm off for a week. Oh, my well, God. Well, that's like, like really? that's up in, in East Durham. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I had a friend who, I don't know if he was a chief or a lieutenant. He was very high up in, in a Brooklyn um, firehouse. And we were talking about it and. You know, we had become friends through somebody else who's an older guy, and he was a woodworker on the side. And, you know, we were looking at, like, some work together. He wanted me to help him with stuff, and he was like – he said I had I had wanted to be a fireman for a, for a brief moment. And then he was like, dude, he's like, I wish I could even tell you that it was worth you taking the test. Because to be a New York City fireman now, it's yeah. very difficult if you don't live in the city, mm-hmm. um, if you haven't served in the military, yeah. and if you're white. Like it's yeah. almost impossible yeah. to become yeah. a fireman in New York City if you have no like you need all these yeah. other things like yeah. and even the veteran, even now yeah the veterans a big thing nowadays and yeah. e- but even as a veteran you have to be you can't have been in the reserves so like it used yeah. to be that you could join like the army reserves and then it would help you get yeah. in you'd get extra points you only get extra yeah. points now if you are active actively served in the military yeah. um, and the there is such a push. For because I mean, for the longest time, I'm sure it was all I mean, it was general, probably generally all white people in the city because they yeah. try to get uncles and cousins and brothers of yeah, other yeah, firemen. It's all families. So yeah, yeah. now there's a huge push for minority firemen in New York City. Yeah. So he said to me straight up, he's like, dude, he goes, I could talk to every single person I know to try to to try to get you in and it wouldn't do a fucking thing. He goes, you yeah, could get 100 yeah. on the test because with all the extra points, you can wind up with like 140 on the test. And there'll yeah. still be 2,000 people ahead of you in line or wow. something yeah. like that. So Macklin's yeah. dad was a fireman during 9-11. Oh, 
and yeah. he didn't get any extra points when he took the test because it, you only get extra points if your if your family is currently serving as a fireman. So once yeah. your family's retired, you don't get any extra points. So I think yeah. he got like 105 on the test anyway, and he never yeah. got called. Yeah. You know, and his dad was a, a you know a, a 9/11 serving fireman. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's uh, it's and it, it's it's wild to think that a job that it pays so little in New York City to start. I think the starting pay yeah. is like thirty two thousand in New York City. Yeah. it pays so little. It is so yeah. fucking dangerous and also yeah. so insanely competitive. I know. That's like it's, it's crazy. so it's, it's hard crazy to get in because, like I said. Those jobs they're great when it's good, mm-hmm. but like one bad day. Oh yeah, lights out. Dude, look at the video. I sent a video in the group chat because uh, one of the guys in in our group chat is a fireman. I won't. I don't know. If, I I'll just won't say who it is. Maybe he doesn't want anyone to know. Whatever. But um, of that guy that got hit with the air conditioner. Remember that video oh, that I yeah. sent? Yeah. This yeah. is a video of a fireman in Queens who is responding to a fire, and as he's walking back to his fire truck, a fucking window air conditioner falls yeah. out of a window and lands square on the top of his head. You yeah. should. You need a permit for those things instead of a permit for an alarm. That's <laughs> right. That's you know what? It's because amazing. Anyone you know who wants mm-hmm. to go to a store and buy an air conditioner can mm-hmm. just throw one up in their window. Good. You got these. Kid, I grow. Kid, I grow up with pound fucking of- died. He yeah. fell out the window, it's putting like, his air conditioner no. in, followed it out the oh yeah. third God. floor window, followed it out the window, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like those things I wonder if that fireman survived 200 bucks. That. What's that? I, I wonder so. if that fireman survived that. Oh, God, I tell you, that's, that, that was fucking rough. Uh, that's a lot. That's a lot on your noggin. Yeah. Yeah. What are those things weigh, 50 pounds? Some of them? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's crazy. You know what? I got a freaking bolt hit me in the head just from, like, three feet above me and that hurt yeah i was thinking about like you know in in, in you know building skyscrapers like you know all the nets and the fall protection stuff oh, and yeah. stuff to make sure no one gets hit in the head with can you imagine dropping a, a an erection bolt from 50 stories up i yep. mean you kill yeah. you go you could go through a car and kill somebody through a car yep. roof. I, I knew a kid that was in the elevator union he said you drop something down a fucking elevator oh, shaft shit. it's like the last day you're employed by them you know, oh yeah they just yeah it just don't it doesn't happen i got a nail gun dropped on my head Oof. from um they were putting a roof on i was in uh, you know it was, it was probably i don't know how many feet above me but it was a frame and nail oh. but luckily like the hose was attached oh. so it had friction <laughs> But, dude, that thing hit me on the back of the head. It split oh. my head open. Oh. I thought I was blind. Like, I, like, oh, couldn't shit. fucking see, man. It was it was horrible. Oh. But, you know, I don't want to say nothing happened because I do have some issues. But <laughs> I, I, got a, from that. I got a Fred story. I was, like, 18 story. years old. Oh, here Fred, we go. Fred just got hit story. in the head the other day because he was working with my <laughs> uncle building, a, building his fence. And they were yeah. digging holes in the ground. And there was a rock in the hole. So, Fred, <laughs> there was a couple of rocks in the hole. So Fred's reaching down into the hole, and he takes the rocks and he's throwing them uphill, and then he goes back yeah. down into the hole. And of course, you guys oh, are fair. What happened? Yeah. The rocks rolling down the hill. My uncle's yelling, "Fred, the, Fred, move!" Fred is like half deaf; he can't even hear him. His head's in the hole. The rock smashes him right on the top of the head. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh. just like so Poor freaking Fred. crazy. Oh, there's a million Fred stuff, but he knows you everything. Silly. Like you, like I was at a job one time at the restaurant there that that we went to. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there with Fred. Like three different people at different times of the day all came up to Fred and said, "Hey, oh, Fred, what's up, Fred?" Like everybody knows this yeah, guy. Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's so crazy. He knows a little bit about everything, you know? Yeah. He's just like, you know, didn't go to college. Like, he's just like, just came straight out of high school, but knows, you talk to him about any subject, he knows something about it. He's a really smart guy. He's just a little nuts. How's know. his truck? Yeah. Is it, has it rotted completely uh, out? Dude, yeah, he, I haven't even seen him in his truck lately. He's been driving the, the SUV. He put, <laughs> he put a full-size ride-on lawnmower in the back of this Ford Explorer the other day because someone <laughs> gave it to him because he said it had a new motor in it that he was going to take out and put in his Skag. Uh, he's got like a Skag, like legit lawnmower, but it's, I guess it uses the same engine. So he showed me a picture of the full lawnmower sticking out of the back of oh his Ford Explorer. Fucking nut. <laughs> he's what crazy. Oh my god. Yes, that's funny. Oh, Fred. So what have you guys been watching? Anything good? Oh god. I, I watched know, Whistling Diesel do uh, test test drive that Toyota oh. pickup truck. Dude, I love, so funny. I love his videos. Dude, I really was, do. I, I, people hate was, him. I fucking love him. I have not a was, single criticism about him. Oh, he's the best. He was driving this. <laughs> you know that. You know that Top Gear episode where they took that Toyota pickup truck and they put it in the bottom of the ocean and mm-hmm. pulled it back out and it started mm-hmm. up. He took that yeah. same pickup truck and he put like an entire pallet load of cinder blocks in the bed of it. And this is like a, oh. a Toyota Tacoma size pickup truck. Like it's a small pickup oh. truck. He's Amazing. driving the thing like 50 miles an hour through a field, jumping it completely in the air with, with 2,000 pounds of cinder blocks in the bed with the, of the With truck. the tailgate open. It's and so the blocks funny. are flying. It's so the good. Blo- <laughs> just blocks flying everywhere. It's the oh. greatest video ever. It just makes you laugh. It's I was like, thinking so about funny. like, like, and I mean, maybe he does in some of these clips, but like, like he's gotta like be just damaging like his neck and his back. I know that's like, what I was thinking. He's gonna get CTE because you know they say yeah, people yeah. ride jet skis a lot, literally get brain damage from from pounding on the waves. Like like, like those jumps, like the like oh, the dude. like he's with the cinder blocks damage. and shit. Exactly. I mean, he could just break his fucking neck just like driving yeah. that thing. And it's so funny because he's he's clearly figured out how to make himself a shitload of money. You he's seen the, the R eight that he drives. Yeah. With the titanium exhaust. Like, he's clearly figured out how to make some serious dough. You'd think, like... And I'm sure he doesn't want to, like, mess up his brand by, like, becoming safe about doing anything. <laughs> but, like, if you're dead, it's all for nothing, you know? Well, he shot himself and got hit in the face with shrapnel from a fifty caliber. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I looked for that. I think that video got taken down, didn't it? It might have gotten taken down, but I guess he shot... I think I talked about this already. He shot at, like, a piece of steel from, like, four feet away with a fifty caliber... Mm-hmm sniper rifle and of course you know shrapnel hits you in the face when you're doing stupid shit like that and he got cut like it didn't he didn't get any serious injuries but it could have been bad it could hit him in the eye did you guys see speaking of getting hurt and getting hit in the eye david dobrick's friend jeff wittick the the, the excavator thing yeah i mean how bad was that I saw something about it, but you I don't... need to watch it, Chris. Wasn't it that like David David Dobrik like almost killed him on the esca- he excavator? Almost yeah. killed this kid. He was inches away from killing this kid. Like the way his yeah. he fractured his, his skull, yeah, his eye his socket. You know, yeah. his, his eye is still damaged. Like he doesn't know if it's gonna recover. That little prick, freaking. And then you see this little prick in the excavator with his camera in one hand. He's operating some of the controls with the other. I mean, he sent this kid flying. What did he muscle. do? He, like, launched him? Well, they no, were, you know the thing him. where they, they have the excavator in the water and they, like, wakeboard mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah. And so 
he had the excavator way up the arm, way up in the air instead of out. So he had the arm like up high and was mm. spinning and then stops. And he was oh, spinning really uh. fast and he stopped on a dime. Obviously, Jeff keeps flying around and smashed right into the arm of the excavator. Like, uh. it was bad. And then his foot got caught yeah. on the rope and he fell down into the water. He was bleeding everywhere. Like, it's... David Dover's not doing too so hot right hot. now. Yeah. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah it, it was Did bad. they, like, was, like I mean, has he... But, but does he, like, suffer from that at all? Like, does that, you know, like... What do you mean? I, like, does Dave... Like, is David Dobrik, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was He's getting lost. blasted yeah. again yeah. for it after the, the yeah. first controversy yeah. he had a, a, month, yeah. a month or two ago. Now people yeah. are mad at him for this because yeah, oh, like, it looks out. like an apology video here. I don't think David talked about this incident. March twenty third. Oh no, this got to be old because this is yeah. more recent. The excavator thing, right? And the, and the bat because yeah. this kid Jeff made a whole documentary about. It. And then like, mm. I love David Dobrik. Like I we used to watch his videos every every video he'd make. I'd watch because they were funny. But like in this whole multi part documentary this kid made like david kind of just didn't visit him for a while like it was kind of weird like i don't know what the deal is like this kid needs a little bit of a reality check because he kind of basically uses all his friends and it's in it and it benefits both parties he uses the friends to make content and the friends get exposure for their own you know social media and stuff but you know Mm. uh i don't know and then what makes it worse is if you watch the documentary Right before Jeff gets on the thing, this girl that's also friends with him, Corinna, he was swinging her around, and he was going a little fast, and then the rope slipped, and then he kept going, and she wanted to get off, and she goes, David, you always oh. take things too far, and then Jeff yeah. gets on, and then gets almost dies, like, it was yeah. just rough. Doesn't take yeah. much. No. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. dumb kids. Dude, and dumb then kids. the people that, I guess, took them there, who it was in Utah or something, had footage of the accident, and they were blackmailing him, saying, you know, we're extort, trying to extort Jeff, saying, we're going to release this footage, because I guess they knew he was trying to do this whole documentary thing. We're going to release this footage if you don't pay oh. us. Like, it's just a, it was just a mess. <laughs> like, I mean, can you imagine people would do that? I don't know. It's a whole new world. I mean, it's so funny, though. It's like, whoa, what? Like, the only way to, like, really hurt David Dobrik in this would be to just delete his YouTube channel. Because even if he stopped making videos, right? Yeah. He could completely stop. He lost never all his brand video. deals, has, though. Who cares? He has 18 million subscribers. He makes nothing on... off of AdSense. Why not? Because oh, all his videos, videos use short. music. No, well, not even that. It's because mm. he uses copyrighted music, and he literally broke it down. Because like a couple of years ago, he used to make he used to make some stupid amount of money, like two hundred thousand dollars a month or two hundred fifty thousand mm. dollars a month off of AdSense. And then YouTube cracked down, and he said he basically mm-hmm. he would make like two grand a month, but all his yeah. revenue is from merch and brand deals. And now he's got no all the brands ditched him. Like, I don't know. I still I mean, think he's, he's probably got a considerable oh, dude, amount set. of dough stacked yeah, away. Yeah, he's definitely you know? set. The kid's like any of stupid. these guys, you know, like any, yeah. any of these. Like, even he's, like, the, even fucking Whistling Diesel. Whistling Diesel could stop making videos tomorrow, and I'm sure he'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. You know? But, um, 
I don't know. Uh, David just bought an eight, eight or nine million dollar house not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be an expensive uh, mortgage every yeah. month. Yeah. Derek, That's what have you been cash. watching? Honestly, nothing. Nothing. He's nothing. Bit, dude, he's busy. I've, yeah. He's a movie yeah. star now. He's a TV star. Yeah. Yeah. It's who's watching him, not who yeah, he's watching. Yeah, that's what yeah. you should be asking. You know, it's so it's so funny. I had a fu- quick funny story. So, Christina came up for the weekend, and you know, there's nobody. You guys been up here? There's nobody up here. You know, it's places mm-hmm. it goes town. So we walk outside, and we're going out to dinner. I says, "Isn't it nice to be able to walk outside? Nobody knows who we are. Nobody bothers us. You know, now we get the masks on and." You know, we, I don't have to have fans coming after us or anything like that, you know. <laughs> she goes, you idiot, like, you're not famous, you know. <laughs> so I was like, I know, I know, I'm just not playing. Yet. Right? So, So a guy I work with calls me, and it, like a close friend at work, and we haven't talked in like a month. And I'm telling him this story, right. So I'm in Hannaford's. I'm checking out. This old lady comes up to me. She says, sir, I hate to pry, but I couldn't help but hear you talking in the aisle. She goes, who are you? Are you famous? Can I get your autograph? (laughs) I go, no, I'm nobody important. I says, it was a misunderstanding. I said, I was telling my buddy a story. (laughs) Listen, I don't give my autograph out. Yeah. Yeah. You you said it's bad luck to sign things. Yeah, me me and Brad Leone don't give our autographs out. Two two douchebags in a pod. (laughs) But, um, but no, it was just funny. It was like, you know, she thought it was a big deal. So I wanted to play along with it, but I just felt bad. So I should have told her you were in like a new movie or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yeah. It's just funny. You ever seen those videos? There'll be like, um, there'll be like a, a random white guy will go to China and people like Chinese people will just like stop him to take photos. Like it's oh, it happens with, to all sorts with, of people that like if you Samantha resemble Wang. anyone, yeah. Two of her friends, they were like two Irish kids, blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. They were like mobbed by them. Yeah, in, uh, China. They just everybody wanted their picture taken <laughs> with them. But they'll they'll be like guys like yeah. uh, there's a there's a guy recently I just saw on the news who kind of looks like Drake, who's been yeah. telling people that he's Drake, and like yeah. getting paid to do appearances and shit. Oh god, hysterical. There was Chris, one Christine? video that was pretty. I mean, I guess it's kind of bad. It's this guy. It was, it was in China. There's like these old two old Chinese people and this guy comes around the corner in like a Spider-Man mask and like tries to scare him and they like don't do anything and he takes off the mask and he's a freaking black guy and when he takes off the mask they got scared because he was black oh my god Christ like maybe they just haven't ever seen a black guy before in China like I don't know well that's that's how it was with um these um these kids with the blonde hair, blue eyes. They mm-hmm. they yeah. don't they're see like, them over there. What the hell there. is this? And they're shocked. But um, it's funny. Christina's friend, her husband owned a limo company, and he just he looked exactly like Chuck Norris. Yeah. And they would go. Oh, out you told and they me would, this. Yeah. And they would call ahead. They'd be like, "Yeah, Chuck Norris is coming to the restaurant. You got a VIP <laughs> table for him." And this guy walk in, and they would just like you know shower him with that, anything he wanted. You know, it was just crazy. It just. Uh, you know, nuts. It's just people are crazy. They just want to know a star, you know? I found that video, Paul. It's 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 an Iron Man dude. mask. Oh, it's Iron It's like Man, a black Iron kid Man. in an Iron Man yeah, mask. Dude. And, and the look on his on face lady. Yeah. after they got scared. It was so oh funny. God. He's like, are you kidding me? Have uh, you ever seen the... There was a really funny commercial 
uh, for I can't remember what it was for now, but it was it was with Michael Jordan. I might have talked about this on the podcast, but it was it was a commercial about a guy whose name was Michael Jordan, and it's him like calling a restaurant and being like, "Hey, yeah, I'd like to make a reservation." And then when he goes, he's like a regular guy, like a like yeah, a guy yeah, from yeah. the Midwest. He walks in the restaurant, and the owner is standing there with a bottle of wine. He's Ugh. like, "Get yeah, a reservation for Michael Jordan," and they're all disappointed. Everywhere he goes, everyone is disappointed that he's Michael <laughs> Jordan and not the real Michael Jordan. Uh, that's um, funny. But my pick of the week is our friend Ben Ueda on Andrew Schultz's podcast, which I don't know if you listened to it, Derek. I know we were talking about it last week when we were all yeah, together. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to. It was I'm really good. Um, ben is a super smart guy, and he talks about a lot of different things other than making stuff. It's a different version of like the Ben Ueda that I feel like we see it all like the the different maker bullshit that we go to. But um, Ben's just a smart dude who's involved with a lot of different things, and it's a really interesting um, really interesting little thing to listen to. It's like a two-hour-long interview with Andrew, and they talk about like what Ben's doing with the with the hotel stuff, and you know his kind of deals that he's made through YouTube. And he has a very couple of interesting kind of insider perspectives as to like how he deals with advertisers and stuff. So definitely worth listening to, especially nice. if you're in like the maker YouTube space. He 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 made a point that was really interesting. He talked about how. And Paul, I don't know if you got that far into it where he talks about the Home Depot thing. So no. like he talks about how like an ad a Home Depot ad on HGTV will be like four hundred thousand dollars for Home Depot to buy mm-hmm. for a show that maybe only cost eighty thousand dollars to make, like an episode that only costs wow. like about eighty thousand to make. So he goes like think about the value of of a ad on YouTube, right, that Ben might be doing for like say $50,000, right? He's giving them the whole show. He's giving them the content and the whole show is the ad. And he, and Home Depot is saving a half a million dollars by giving him 50,000 viewers. A hundred percent. The average HGTV show gets like, gets like 2 million viewers or something like that. He can get 2 million views on pretty much anything he does now. So he can get so if he asks for Home Depot for a hundred grand, which might seem like an astronomical amount of money for a single video, yeah. it's still twenty five percent of what they would pay to get through HGTV. Yeah. So it just goes to show you like that there is so much more weight in self promoted advertising through YouTube for targeted content, and I think everybody's probably charging way less than they could charge. You know, and all these advertisers are just hoping that you're, like, stupid enough to say yes. And the thing is, yeah. it is a little bit saturated of a market, right, where if somebody offers you five grand for a video and you say no, you want ten, they'll just go, fine, we'll just buy two $5,000 videos then. Fuck you. You know? Yeah. But um, it was just interesting. It's a really interesting thing. Everybody should listen to it. Shout out to Ben. Nice. nice. That's it. All right. I think that's it. I think we'll see everybody next week. And uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash handmade podcast. Derek from Malden, patreon.derekfromalden.com. And uh, fairfieldsteelworks.paulpinto.org. Oh, and by the way, uh, everybody should buy Dogecoin. It's going to be the new currency of the future. Uh, We'll talk about it next week on the handmade. Tesla's going to be start accepting it, I heard. They are. We'll talk about that on the after show. That son of a bitch. Did you see what he did? Yeah, he fucked up the Bitcoin. Pump and dump on the Bitcoin. This guy is. It's all right. He, he better take it easy. This guy. 
Listen, we'll be on, next week on the Handmade Hedge Fund. We'll be talking all about me and Paul's yeah. investment futures. I, I, I bought I, some Sheeb. I bought some Shiba what Inu. What the hell is that? We'll talk, just, we'll talk just about it next zombies. week. Is you that gotta, cat food? You got to come back next food? week. You got to come back next week. We'll see you there. Oh, God. Thank you. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.